So some people say that the number 13 is unlucky. I wonder why that is. Should I Google it? Right, let's have a look. So apparently it is to do with a myth surrounding the um, world's oldest legal documents which reportedly omitted a 13th law from its list of legal rules. Ooh, spooky. Uh, But apparently, it was no more than a human error made by one of the document's earliest translators who failed to include a line of text. In fact, the code doesn't numerically list its laws at all. I wonder why that would make it scary. Well, because the the 13th law must have been so bad that they couldn't even write it down. Well, there we go. It is day 13 of the lockdown diaries. It's a Tuesday. Does anyone else find Tuesdays really hard? I mean, Mondays get a bad rap, but fuck me, I find Tuesdays hard. I think it's because it's like I can have a bit of momentum on a Monday but then a Tuesday, Friday's so far away and I've lost the momentum from Monday by the by Monday lunchtime so Tuesday's just like an absolute slog. Um, woke up today and managed to work out mainly because I had Holly who also pulled herself out of bed I was saying to her today if I didn't have her I definitely wouldn't be (laughs) getting out of bed at all that might be a bit extreme but honestly I think it would take something pretty special because at the moment you quite literally could just work from bed couldn't you you could do everything from your bed like there is no need really for me to get up I like the only reason I'm doing that is because I think it helps my mental health and don't get me wrong some days I think you do need a day where you just like allow yourself to be lazy to wallow like if you're feeling deflated and like you have no energy I think you just have to lean into that sometimes but on the whole I find it helps me to force myself to get up and go um went on a walk and facetimed my goddaughter who is three today very cute quite tricky facetiming a three-year-old because often you're just looking at the ceiling the floor or like their nostril um great chats though then i came home and i worked um which was full-on today as always um And by lunchtime, I kind of felt like I needed to go back to bed. I felt so tired. I said to Hoss, I was like, oh, God, I could call it quits now, to be honest, and just like wrap up and off to sleep I'd go. But I didn't. Instead, we went on a walk and then, oh, we went to Boots, which was such a treat. I bought myself some new makeup because on the weekend I'd cleared out my makeup bag. I'm a natural collection girl, so it's nothing too bougie, you know can't spend that much at the moment because I have to be a bit tight with money um because my rent's expensive and I'm not earning millions so bought myself some natural collection makeup which is like a pound for bronzer which you know if you don't know anything about makeup that's cheap probably not good for my skin but what we're gonna do about it um, and I also bought, very exciting, a foot mask, which are these funny little socks that you put on and they're filled with, like, moisturiser, I guess. And 
they moisturise your feet. I've actually just taken them off and my feet do feel pretty soft. So that was a great £1.50 spent. Um, and then I came back, I had a few calls, I did the last of my emails, I had some oat cakes with Marmite and cheese, that's when you really know times are getting tough and the cupboards are looking empty. <laughs> then Holly and I watched Celebs Go Dating, the mansion, in the middle of the working day, it wasn't quite the middle, it was towards the end, um, and that was fine. <laughs> quite glad to have something um constant actually in my life at the moment although maybe I'm not maybe everything in my life is constant at the moment so I'm not like that looking forward to the telly but speaking to a few friends recently actually who have kind of said that even tv is just like boring them like they're just full up of it and they can't even digest anything um but I feel like celebs go dating no one has to pay attention to it's just on in the background and it's just like I mean, it's actually awful. Like, Wayne Lineker's doing my head in already and Curtis Pritchard's jarring. Sorry, but he is. And they're all a bit like, yeah, she's really pretty. She's really fit. Anything else, mate? Like, did, did you know her name? Or just the size of her tits? Like, which one is it? So predictable. Um, Made dinner, had delicious salmon with some rice and salad, which was really yum. Um, Watched some more It's a Sin, which, oh my gosh, just blowing my absolute mind, making me feel quite... It's all quite close to home, isn't it? And I, I know you can't really compare AIDS and the coronavirus, but there are some parallels and it does feel like, you know, this kind of fear uh, that must have been so prominent that actually some places you can feel now like if you cough on a tube you're feeling that you are feeling that fear um yeah now I'm in bed um I had quite a few facetimes today with various friends loved ones and that made me feel better um, my body feels good. My feet feel as soft as a baby's bottom. My hair hasn't been washed in four days. Um, and I have been slacking on my yoga. I know, I know, it's awful. Um, and I was preaching last week, wasn't I? Like, or was it Sunday where I was like, yeah, I mean, it feels really good to stretch the body. Well, I haven't. Um... And the soul, I came to a realisation today, right, and this is probably an indicator of some kind of trauma that's happened in my life. I can't, I get overwhelmed at work, not only when I feel like there's a lot on my plate and I'm like, people are throwing things at me, but most notably, when someone asks me to do something but doesn't say please, and that is like pretty common like most people because they're just running around living their own lives don't have the time to remember like their manners every time they ask you for something but I've realized that it just makes it it feels a bit like when when someone doesn't say oh please could you or would you mind or thank you it makes me feel a bit like they're shouting or like throwing something at me and that makes me feel like oh can't cope overwhelmed scatty batty and I know I know that that's me that I need to work on that I know that because you know people have got lives and if I had it my way I would answer back and I'd go please 
like when I was nannying to the kids I would always go if they asked me for something without saying please or if I gave them something they didn't say thank you I'd say oh um you seem to have lost your manners somewhere would you like to go and find them and then come back maybe they're outside maybe you've dropped them and they'd always find it quite funny but at the same time I'm not joking say please you little shit can't really say that to people I work with do you know what I mean it's not quite the done thing is it um I listened to Culture Unwrapped again today and they were talking about like the future of um VR and gaming and whether it's going to kind of like take over real life post-pandemic and they were talking about how you know once we have like 6G and certain technologies that they're working on now we might be able to send sensory VR so you could send someone a virtual hug or you could send them like if you were I don't know if your mum was cooking your favourite food at home she could send you that scent that's mad isn't it that's like some next level shit like are we just going to create a world where we don't need to connect anymore or like our connection is based through the virtual and maybe it's a magical thing, like, does real-life connection lose its potency? Or does actually, maybe it makes it more potent, like, I feel it now, like, I know next time I'm able to go home, that feeling is going to be stronger than it ever has been, or I hope, because I haven't had it in so long and I've had to rely on a screen to feel connected to my loved ones so maybe actually it's going to do the opposite like you get that virtual hug but then the real thing is just gonna like whew. it's the same with like vibrators isn't it you always get worried that you're gonna like desensitize the clitoris to a finger or a penis because you've been rinsing the bullet <laughs> is vr hugs the same thing like, are you going to desensitise yourself to a real hug and is it not going to give you the same impact? I guess it depends how good the VR hug is. Because if it's as good as a bullet, we might have some problems. That's all I'm saying. Um, other than that, I haven't been very cultured today. I kept getting the fucking news alert on my phone about exceeding 100,000 deaths. And call me ignorant, call me um, avoidant. I don't want to read it. I don't, I don't want to fucking read it, sorry, I know it's horrible, and I know it's serious, and I know it's bad, but it's sad, it's really sad, and when you're still living through it, it's like, do we need to, A, do we need to see those people that have died, those people, those individual lives as just a big total number, I don't think, I don't think that's helping anyone, I get they have to remind us that it's like, you know, to be taken seriously. But I think we're all doing that anyway, aren't we? I don't know, maybe we're not. Maybe my boots trip wasn't essential. God, I've got the corona guilt. It's so hard, isn't it? Do you ever get that when you get the, like, guilt of doing something that, like, wasn't necessarily essential? I remember in the first lockdown, it was Faye's birthday, um my best friend and I just couldn't bear the thought of her being alone for her birthday so I thought fuck it and I drove over there and I spent the day with her the guilt afterwards wasn't even funny it wasn't honestly couldn't cope we both survived to tell the tale that oh and I don't think we infected anyone and I had been 
living with her for the first three weeks of isolation. So I think we were fine. But anyway, the guilt afterwards was like through the roof. And now I'm getting it from fucking Boots because I keep getting that news alert. So I guess it's working. Anyway, I hope you're well. Um, Today didn't feel unlucky. Day 13 of the lockdown diary. That felt like a huge one, I think. Wasn't moaning Myrtle like I always am. Um, I hope you're well. Uh, I hope this was a 12 minutes well spent. And if it wasn't, I apologise. Must do better next time. Speak to you soon. Thanks for listening. See you on the flip side. Bye.